The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast on this Thursday morning. And we are so glad you're with us. Uh, We have been going for the last couple of weeks through the book of Ephesians, taking small sections of scripture and really just uh, taking the word of God and teaching it and helping us to understand what it is. Uh, We hope it's an encouragement. We hope it helps you not only to get an understanding of what's being said in these chapters, but helps you to think a little bit about how to to learn and to study and to interpret. And hopefully we can encourage in that area today. So we're in the second of of a kind of a thought that's going to that breaks down this idea, we are one. Probably going to be three different sections, three different episodes when it's done. So we started yesterday with this idea that we are, are one. And so yesterday, we referenced most of that conversation from talking about where we had come from. Now in Christ, we are unique and we've been brought together. So then he goes in and he explains in the next few verses um, really what he's desiring to do in the unifying of two groups of people. Let's go ahead and read the scriptures and then we'll unpack them. Verse number uh, 13. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who were sometimes were afar off, are made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who hath made both one, and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man so making peace, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them which were nigh. For through him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. So what we see here is he really gives some some basic or some specific and deeper detail as to what he meant by trying to combine into one. So he says in verse 14 that he is our peace. I hope we understand, hold on to that phrase, because really the rest of what we're going to look at in the next few minutes goes off that thought, that he, Jesus Christ, is our peace. Um, Today we look for peace in a lot of different situations, and yet in the unity we're going to see in a moment, even in the church, the answer comes through Jesus, that he is our peace. He is who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall partition between us. So and when he says both, let me explain, and we'll, we'll kind of see it a little more as we read more what's going on here. You know that Paul is writing to the church of Ephesus on his missionary journey. He planted this church, and now he's writing and trying to encourage it. Well, he's trying to explain that one of the, one of the things the Lord did is he separated this these belief systems. Prior to this time of the, of the church age, there were the Jews, and then, of course, everyone else, or as they call in the Bible, the Gentiles. Anyone who was not a Jew was a Gentile. To come to God meant to become part and move into Judaism, move in over to the Jewish belief system and follow all of the rules and practices that are there. And we know also that in 400 years of silence between the Old and New Testament, the religious system had created even more and more rules and regulations that were never in the original law. But we also know when Jesus Christ did his finish on the cross, he finished all of the cross, the, the law. Now, we also recognize that the law was not necessarily there to make someone righteous. It really was there to help people realize there's no way they can do it all. 
There's no way humanly possible to do everything helping us to recognize the greater need of God, the greater need of Jesus, which was fulfilled on the cross. So when he came to the cross, he's saying it's not really about Jews and their traditions. It's not about Gentiles. It's really the unity comes down to not which one is right. It comes down to Jesus. Jesus was the unifying force. He fulfilled the law. He offers his gift of salvation to the Gentiles, and he brings everyone together. I hope we understand that when we talk about this unifying force is, is Jesus. It's not this group being right and changing them. Or, you know, it's not one group convincing another one they're wrong. It's Jesus. So we come together in spite of our differences, in spite of our backgrounds, in spite of the things that we may view in the world differently, we come together. Uh, this attraction is not an attraction or unity based upon a mutual opinion of things. It simply comes down to our view and relationship of God and Jesus. He brings the peace. Now, I believe the closer you get to God, the more you walk in the Word of God, the more you begin to think like Jesus, like God, like the Bible says, which will bring a level of unity. But that's still, we'll understand something. We look at Scripture. Many times throughout Scripture, there's this call and plea for unity. Um, I hope you understand there's a difference between unity and uniformity. Right? Unity is we all come together in one group having something in common. It doesn't mean always agree in everything. We have something in common. In the church, that something in common is Jesus, the cornerstone of the church. That is the only thing necessary to bring unity, is our communion and relationship to Jesus. That's it. It's not uniformity. It's not where everybody has to look the same, where everybody has to talk the same, where everybody has to think the same. As a matter of fact, that's, that's fake. We've, church has done that before. Everybody should look and sound, and we should sound all churchy. Personally, I think a healthy church that is growing is going to have someone who looks and acts away. Maybe they've been in church their whole life to someone who's new to it, and it should be like that. There should be variety because God is a God of variety. That should be part of the church. So this unity is not uniformity. It's not us all looking the same. Now, that unity is simply coming together for the cause of Christ. And he says in verse 15, excuse me for a second, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that thing that breaks us, even the law of commandments contained in the ordinances, for to make in himself of twain or two people one new man, so making peace. Now, here's why it's important he abolished the law. Because the Jews, that was their core thing. The Gentiles had to come in over and do it. So this law was the thing that separated them. He says, we've abolished this. I've eliminated this. And now you, the only thing between you is you. Now let's, let's come together and let Christ bring that unity. So these two different groups with two different thinkings and religious backgrounds are now brought together by Christ. As he said in the end of verse 15, so making peace. Verse 16, and that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. He's slain the enmity by going to the cross. Excuse me. Please remember, when he went to the cross, he went to the cross for everybody, not just for one group of people, not just for one race, not just for one heritage. He went for everyone. The Bible says, for God to love the world that he gave his only begotten son. So this was to everybody. And in doing that, he split all of these things that were splitting us apart to bring unity. Verse 17, And came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that were nigh, both to the Gentiles and the Jews. Verse 18, For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. I want you to catch this. Because remember, Jews and Gentiles, Gentiles are anybody who's not a Jew. So this is a, to everybody Alive today, he says this, for through him, through Christ, 
we both, all of us, have access by one Spirit, the Holy Spirit, unto the Father. All of us can come to the presence of God because of, the, because of what Jesus did. In verse 14, he talked about the middle wall of partition. You know, if you study out the tabernacle and the temple, there was these walls that divided the different sections of the tabernacle. And then, of course, there was a veil that blocked away the Holy of Holies. And what you're seeing is all of these things have been divided. We can come personally into the throne of God, throne room of God, face to face with God because of Jesus. Again, it all comes back to because of Jesus. And that's core. It's not religion. It's not church that does this. It's not a preacher. It's Jesus who has done this and brings it in. So when we look at this, here's the thought that I want to finish with, a couple thoughts. First of all, what is it that usually separates us? In this situation, it was Jews and Gentiles generally broken down amongst religious belief systems. Um, in our situation, it can be that. That's definitely a way to do it, or a way that we struggle today. I think another situation we find is we continually are encouraged. I know, we, I know the world screams to stop this, but unfortunately, in the way they approach it, they make it worse. We are split amongst race. We're split amongst uh, gender. We're split amongst um, our backgrounds, where you came from, how, you know, well, things of that nature. And, and we are just continually separated. And, and we're told to hate anybody different than us. Politics is not going to solve this problem. I wish it would, but it's not going to. And frankly, I wish I could say religion's going to solve this problem, but a lot of times they make it worse. And again, I mean by religion, a man-made system that you're supposed to adapt to me. The only answer is Jesus. In Christ alone is where we find all of this, where he brings peace. You see, because Christ is the only one that can offer an unconditional love that doesn't make sense to us. Christ is the only one that can come into our presence and actually begin to change us from the inside out. He's the only one that can offer us a peace that we don't even understand. Christ is the only one who can do those things. Christ is where we find our answers. So I hope you understand that we are unified by Christ. And, and please remember, he created us all. He loves us all. He has a plan for all of us if we're willing to accept him as our Savior and follow him. So we look at this, this, this division that we see, it's not going to be solved in money, it's not going to be solved in politics, it's not going to be solved. And there's some things we can do practically to make it better. I, I, I agree with that. But ultimately, it comes back down to the heart. And God is the only one that can change the heart. Jesus is the only one that can change the heart. If you've not come to Jesus for salvation, I hope you will. I hope you recognize it's not a heavy religious system that's trying to beat you up. It's Jesus who brings freedom and helps you to understand his heart. And I hope you would understand that. Well, I probably tell you what, I thank you for joining us on this Thursday morning. Hope it provokes your thought as we'll go one more, I think one more episode tomorrow uh, in the same premise, but the last two have been under We Are One. Um, something Jesus offers, something Jesus encourages, scripture and, and teaches, something the world just does not understand. Because in our world today, you have to agree with me 100%. For, to be a friend, and it's just not the way it should be. And we can find that unity in Christ. Again, thanks for joining us on this Thursday morning. A wonderful opportunity I have to be part of your day. I hope it's an encouragement and hope it's a help. And I hope you, if it is an encouragement to you, I hope you're sharing it, you know, whether it be through the uh, podcast, the audio podcast or, or video, and uh, maybe leaving a review. I know that's an encouragement to me and uh, we really appreciate that. Well, again, I hope you'll join us again tomorrow as we finish off the week together. We hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you.